The By the Hood podcast is sponsored by the Discover Your Options Bootcamp. Getting started with trading options may seem intimidating, but with Discover Your Options, you'll be up to speed faster than you could have ever imagined. No matter what your ultimate goal is, learn the basic skills and gain all the confidence needed to ultimately win in the exciting world of options. For more information, click the link under Discover Your Options in our show notes. And for 20% off, make sure to use the code BUYTHEHOOD, one word, for the 20% discount. The Buy the Hood podcast is brought to you by the book, Own Your Time and Space, written by Corey Camp and Jimmy the Blueprint Williams. All throughout history, you will see time and space as having significant importance, but never discussed as it will be in this book. You can learn the true importance of time and space and how having a better understanding of these concepts can lead to a better life. It deals with ownership of not only your time, but the space around you. You can get your copy at ownyourtimeandspace.com or you can go right to Amazon and look up Own Your Time and Space. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast slash webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy, and we start every show off by saying thank you to um, our loyal listeners, um, viewers, or anyone who shares this content, interacts with us on a day-to-day basis on any of our platforms. As always, I have my brother here with me, Corey. Corey, what's up? Not much, man. How you feeling today, Joe? I mean, I can't complain, man. You know, the world the world has changed, but I'm still just you know trying to stay positive in the midst of everything that's going on, man. But um, you know, our platform is to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work in the community. Um, we talk to, you know, people in business, activists, uh, people in media. And this guest right here, another special guest, now this brother has his own platform. His name is Salah Muhammad. Uh, he has Salah's Corner. And uh, in, in the pre-show, I was uh, talking to him and just, just saying, like, he's like uh, the, the, the wire. You know how the wire interconnects everything from the streets to the politics to, uh, to business to the docs. That's kind of what he does with his platform. He talks to business leaders. He uh, talks to politicians and he sees how the whole world is interconnected. Everything that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, how it all works and how it's all connected. Uh, this is a brother building his own platform. So he's an entrepreneur in that, in that respect. Um, and we want to welcome him to the show. Salam Muhammad. How are you, brother? I'm, I'm great, Jimmy. Thank you. And Corey for having me on. That was a, uh, that was a great introduction. I need to re- I need to copy that uh, recording <laughs> and just put that out there for everybody. I love that. I love that. Yeah, man. So so it's interesting um, hearing you talk about your platform because uh, you know everything is connected, and I think a lot of times uh, people don't recognize how uh, some of the bigger things they see or even the smaller things that happen on a day to day basis can affect their lives. So it's great to see someone covered and and from our perspective too, because that's another part of it. Uh, you know, we need to tell our own stories and, and cover our own people, right? Absolutely. And and I'm glad you mentioned telling our own stories because that's, you know, how I break it down to individuals when I'm talking about my platform is, is you know, everyone has their own story and you don't need to be an, an expert on policy, on education, on healthcare, or none of that. You don't need to be an expert on anything but your story. And yeah. if you're confident in telling your story and sharing that experience, you are playing a role into, and not just improving your life, but improving your community and everybody around you. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, where are you from? Um, how'd you get started? Uh, yeah. Did you always want to be in media or how this, how this play out? Oh man, I, I, uh, I grew up in a big family. So um, my mother had nine kids uh, and you know, I was number seven. 
And we, we grew up poor. I grew up right here in Philly. I was born, in, uh, born and raised in West Philly. And, um, you know, we spent a lot of time moving from place to place. Uh, I went from school to school. By the time I graduated high school, I went to probably about 11 or 12 different schools um, wow. to the point where I, 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 every time I say this, I have to try to remember the exact number because I always lose count. Um, you know, and that, that, that put me at a, at a setback not because of anything, you know, my parents didn't do, just because of the, I was uh, a product of my circumstances, you know, moving around so much, not uh, having, you know, you start to want to appreciate what you do have. You start to live off of this mindset of scarcity. But at the same time, you know, I also look at moments that I'm, we're in right now and understand and appreciate the trials and tribulations that I went through as a kid. Um, you know, I had my son the, the moment I graduated high school. Um, in 2004. And from that moment, I knew that I needed to wrap my arms around him and, and make sure that he had a father figure in his life that he had that I what I didn't. Um, and not from a financial standpoint, but from a supportive standpoint and making sure that he was being pushed to be everything that he could be and had the support and continue to, to, to achieve whatever he wanted to achieve. Um, you know, but from there, you know, the one thing that I, that I tried to break myself away from, and I didn't realize it until just recently, was I was always still attached to trying to go to work, you know, prove myself, work hard. If you work hard, you, you, you achieve. And it was that, that mindset that I, I found myself that I needed to break away from as I've gotten older, that it's, it's, that's not always something that, you know, that working hard doesn't guarantee you success. You know, I have been a manager for hospitality companies. I, you know, I traveled from different different states, opening new hotels and training new staff and, and uh, was a brand uh, trainer. And, you know, I was a general manager for Sears Auto Center. You know, I had a number of different uh, management careers and developing staff, but I never had an opportunity to really pursue what I was passionate about and, and have an opportunity to give back to a community that I know needed someone to be outspoken, someone to reach within and help and lend uh, 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 credence to what the struggles that they were experience, experiencing. Um, so after working a number of different management careers, you know, I left, my last one was working for hotels. I left that. And I really decided to take a step back and figure out, okay, well, what, what am I most passionate about? What, um, how can I create the community that I'm looking for? And how can I make sure that I'm, I'm leaving an impact? Um, and I'm, I'm, I can go in and I'm proud of not just the work that I'm doing, but the people that I'm connecting with. So I started doing these little uh, community meetups. You know, I, I started writing and I would have some friends, we would get together, we would, uh, one, it was a great opportunity for us to, to co-network uh, with each other. Everyone had their own entrepreneurial ships that they were focusing on. But then two, it was an opportunity for us to connect on the things that we were most passionate about that were in our community, right? Like, you know, how difficult it was to, to find a job, right? What, you know, policies were in place, whether it was city or nationwide, that we found were either harming our success or we needed to understand better or, or whatever was happening in the community at the time. That started to morph into 
you know, people within that platform telling me, yo, you really, you really should do a podcast. You got great voice for a podcast. You need to do it. And I'm like, man, I don't really, I don't really like my voice. I, it ain't really about me. I don't want it to be, you know, or how can I be successful? How can I uh, gain notoriety from what I'm doing? It's really just about, you know, uplifting this community and going together. Well, enough people finally talked me into it where I was like, you know what, let's make this happen. Let's, let's start doing this podcast to not just highlight their, those voices who are trying, um, just like what you guys are doing, but are also to have events where I'm connecting with local politicians. I'm bringing local politicians to communities who don't have that same access and don't understand like you said, like the wire, like all of this shit is connected mm -hmm. and, and start to make people feel empowered to do something about their life. Okay. So it didn't even start initially as like your own media platform and morphed into that. It, not at all. Right. Right. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. So um, tell us about some of the work that you do. So you said you have the live events. Um, you have the podcast where you talk to yep. people and, and, and show how it's all connected. Um. Anything else specific that you, uh, so the name of your platform is Salah's Corner, right? Right. So the, the Salah's Corner came from really just, it, it started as just me writing a blog. And okay. it was my corner to just, you know, one, it started as me just ranting about what was going on politically, not just in the city, but across the country, uh, particularly what's happening to black people, right? Like how we don't get the same access to jobs. Like it's always a struggle for us to find healthcare. Was it it's anything? Just, was it anything uh, that happened socially or anything that moved you to like I got to start like you know expressing myself? Was it anything that happened like specifically or? You know, oh yeah, Trump, Trump for sure. Okay, it was okay. Trump, one hundred percent. You know, and to to be fair, you know, I was I was always into politics. You know, okay. so I would get up Sunday mornings and I would watch Meet the Press. I would watch the news. I was always into it, but I never. You know, that that was something that I kept within me. You know, I didn't really express it that uh, vocally with a number of people, maybe some very close friends. But when I saw that Trump was going to get elected, this was even before the election, you know, sometime over the summer. That's when I really started doing a lot more writing. And I was like, you know what, this is... This I, I see the level of, of dangerous this is, is becoming for a lot of communities and how white people are very concerned with him being in office from an economical standpoint. I'm concerned with him being in an office because of very specifically what he could possibly do to black people and to people that look like me and to people that live in Philadelphia. You know, so I started writing and just getting it out there. And that's where this, that's where I was like, I can't, I can't stay silent for so much longer. Right. Like we can't continue to, just be silent. Yeah, I, there's a there's a quote out there. Something like, um, "If you silent about your 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 pain, they'll say you enjoyed it." And <laughs> and and that's 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 really what it, it started to feel like, right? Like unless I'm going to be vocal about what's happening, you know, if they're going to say that I went along with it, and and all of us, all of us as as black people, we just go along with it. All the people that are in struggle, that are you know, in this in this struggle every single day. If we ain't speaking out about it, we must like where we are. So how empowering was it once you started to communicate and write your thoughts out? Um, and then, you know, like you said, it morphed into something else, which morphed into something else. And now you have a full platform. Um, how did that help you personally when you started to express yourself and like, get your thoughts out? It's, um, you know, I have to say it's a, it's, it's a constant thing because every time I produce something, 
and put it out there, it feels great the moment I put it out there. You know, especially knowing that there are, yeah, I, I started this saying to myself, if I could just get one person to act, right? If I can do one, one person at a time to get out, get out there, they don't have to do any, I'm not saying, you know, go out there, you know, hold somebody hostage, go shoot, you know, kill. No, no, no. I just want one person to get up there, maybe go vote, maybe go talk to somebody else about how crazy their ideas are. Maybe just go out there and speak about your own personal experience. But mm-hmm. if I can get one person to act, I did my job. Absolutely. And, and, and that's, what I, that's what it came to. I was able to, every time I put something out there, I'm able to get at least one person to act. And okay. I just build on it from there. And then every time I put something out there, it, it, it feels amazing. It, it is like, it's, it's finding that community that I know is out there that really wants to express themselves and really wants to, to find either a place or someone that is speaking some real shit and mm-hmm. connecting the, the, to, to their struggle and is able to, to, to find that home for that. And then that process starts over every time I start something new. Every time I do a new episode, every time I write a new blog piece, every time I do a new interview, um, whether it's on the radio, whether it's with another podcaster, it's that, that whole starting over process just feels great every single time. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so what, what, what's the what's the what's the uh, end goal of the, the action? What, what what kind of action do you want them to take? Is it political or is it, is it something uh, you know that they that they're doing for themselves? What, what kind of action do you want them to take? So, at the end of the day, my main goal is to get more people to vote. Um, I believe that when more people vote, when more of us vote we have a larger say-so in what's happening in our communities. We have a larger say-so in what's happening in our education system. We had a much larger say into what's happening in our healthcare. Um, but it's not just to vote, right? It's to, to be media conscious because that is a huge struggle, especially right now in this, this world we live in where so many people are producing content and producing media that we don't know the right sources to go through. We don't know how to vet the right sources. Um, so it's the end game is to get more people to vote, but it's done through empowering them through media education, through political education, through empowering them to just to speak their own existence so that they feel confident and com- comfortable and confident to get out there and, and, and vote more frequently. Okay, because I, I think what you said is, uh, is, is, is absolutely true. It's about being conscious of what's going on. Um, yeah. Not necessarily um, conscious of how it's used in a pejorative a lot of times now, but just to understand how um, these things that go on in the world affect them. Even, yes. glo- even global politics can have an effect on uh, your everyday life if you understand what's going on um, and how everything is connected, <clears throat> whether we're talking about the economy, healthcare. Um, you know, politics, how it all can have an effect on your life. And, and, and I, I think as we, you know, we were talking about this right in the middle of a, of a global pandemic, right? Right. Yeah. Everybody is, is forced to stay home and can't go to work and, you know, wondering where their next check is going to come from, wondering when their kids are going to be going back to school. Philly right now still ain't even got a, um, a, a, you know, any kind of a say-so on what's happening with our education system. Is there going to be laptops going to actually be given to all the students? What is the curriculum going to look like, right? Like we just heard that everything is basically suspended indefinitely as of today, you know? So 
what what does that mean what does that mean for communities that typically struggle what what does that mean for people who are disabled what does that mean for people who who need special needs assistance when it comes to education there's a lot that is at stake and i think now more than ever there needs to be a better understanding not just in black communities but in every community how politics really plays an, a role in every aspect of our lives because right now it is affecting us yeah, yeah i mean you can see it <laughs> right now is the time you see it but the thing is to, to keep that in mind when things are going good right so right right yeah, it's not just about like you know times like these but when things are going good to stay cognizant of that um so let me ask you a question to get from where you started to where you are now right what, what would you say has been your biggest like a uh, hurdle or something that you had to get over or uh, maybe a struggle you had to help you get from where you were to now you know building out this this platform you have i would say it was getting over myself you know as much as i uh, i am building this platform to empower and encourage other people to speak their existence and to speak, you know, the pain and struggles that they go through. It's the same for me. You know, it, it, that's hard, you know, as, as a black man and, and, you know, I'm not sure how it is for you guys, but you know, we are, we're raised to, to be hard and tough and not to, to share and show emotion and not to, to connect on a deeper level with what's really going on inside of us, you know? So, that that that's a that's an everyday thing for me is 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 connecting to what's you know what's going on up here what's going on up in in my head what's what's happening that's preventing me from producing work from connecting with new people um, to reconnecting with people who have may have had a shaky relationship with um, that's a that's an everyday struggle because uh, you know I'm I, from birth growing up in, in a struggling community, growing up as, as uh, number seven of nine kids, it was always to put what was troubling you, what was the struggle on a back burner and just push ahead. So having to face that every day and having to try to overcome that every day is something, that's, that's something that I had to learn in the beginning, especially as I started to do these community events with the podcast and even a live podcast. But that's something that I'm doing every single day. So what, what helped you, uh, <clears throat> or what, or should I say, helps you, not helped you, because it's like you said, it's a still an everyday struggle. What do you, how did you get to that point where you just said, look, I got to do this, or you get, you get over that? Because I understand and I relate to what you're saying, because you're right, um, you know, that, that male ego and also how you're raised to, to have a tough exterior, not be vulnerable, and just put your problems mm -hmm. on a back burner and just is, is move. How do you um, deal with that? What are some things that you use or... Um, I, for, for, I, I, I would say a, a few different things. Uh, number one, my wife, my wife helps me. Um, she, she calls my bullshit when she sees it. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's, that's a, that's the easy one right there. Uh, but number two would be connecting with other people like you guys, right? Like connecting with people who understand what that, that, uh, struggle is like and can, understand where you come from and they don't have to know everything that's wrong and everything that's going on in your head. But, you know, they, they speak to something that, you know what, I've been there before, or, you know what, I at least understand what that mentality is like, what, what struggles you may have faced as, as a child or as a man, as you're trying to make it for, for as a father and as a husband. Um, and, and using that energy of those people that you connect with and just keep, just keep catapulting to the next one. Um, okay. And then from there, I would say, honestly, go to therapy. 
yeah. I mean, you know, we that that is is that's some that's some real shit. And and that's another thing that is like, you know, historically frowned upon for, for black men is is like we don't really seek that that guidance and that mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I need I need help is like a a negative stigma that, you know, we just need to overcome. You know, it's interesting, right? So uh, you're about the, the fourth person in a row, which is, this is like um, a recent phenomenon, something I'm paying attention to, where you mentioned how important it is to have you know, like a wife to call you on your BS or a strong wife. Some semblance of that has been said probably in like four straight podcasts. Can you speak to that? <laughs> yeah. how, how important is it for someone who's uh, building something, um, following their dreams or trying to build out a platform like, you, like you're doing? How important is it to have a significant other that, uh, support you and also cause you and your BS? Um, it's man, I, I'll say it like this. I can lie to myself all day. Right. <laughs> like, I, I mean, we all do it, right. We all lie to ourselves, especially when it comes to, you know, getting up and working or, you know, you want to sleep a little longer, you end up late and shit, or, you know, you just doing this for this reason or that reason. It's, it's real easy to lie to yourself. Um, but when you have somebody, a significant other or, or, or just anybody, whether it's a, a wife or even a child um, that is in your corner, that's your, your rock that's supporting you. Um, they ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> they, they go call you on it and you need it though. Cause that is what, if you don't have that, if you don't have somebody that's going to challenge that mindset, then you just, you could, it's, you know, it's, it's you an accountability measure. Yeah, it's it an is. accountability and, measure. It is. Not everybody, not everybody is Kobe Bryant, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Like not everybody is, is it got that mama mentality and you, and that's okay too. You know, like everybody can't be the, the 100% go hard, go strong all day, all night. You know, everybody, you need to understand what you need. And if you need somebody to push you, if you need somebody to call you on your bullshit, then that's, that's great. And mm. it's, it's okay to recognize that. Self-awareness, self-awareness is a major key, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so, it is. So you, you dropped a lot of gems, man, with this. Um, and 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 I lo- I love to see a, a, another brother building this out, and also um, who's community oriented as well. So it's not just about you; it's about the people. And I, um, I just want to say I appreciate that. Um, thank you. Yeah. So so what are what are your future plans for your for your platform? Are you, you going to do anything different? Just more of the same? Or what, what do you think is your your future goal, or where do you see yourself? Not, not, well, trying to sound, not trying to sound like a job interview where they say, uh, where do you see yourself in five <laughs> to 10 years? But no, but, but where do you see your, um, you building your platform now? Well, it, it, it's funny that you say that, man, because prior to, to I mean, as, as many people, right? Like I'm not the only one facing this, but prior to this, this epidemic or this pandemic, um, you know, there was a lot of things that was in the works. You know, I was, I was uh, in the process of hosting a, uh, a podcast workshop um, for, for some youth and getting them comfortable with, uh, you know, in front of the microphone, not just producing their own content, but also understanding what it means to be a media professional. Um, that's been put on a back burner, um, as, as well as some other, uh, political hosting gigs that I had was put on a back burner, but I am, I am working to do something virtually. Um, to try to connect with people on being able to host their own, own podcasts. And I think it's important to, when, when we do that, not to just be able to produce your own content because that's, that's you know, that's great uh, to be able to produce something to call your own. And it's really great for independent people to do that. So it's not just controlled by large corporations, but it's also important to be um, 
uh, aware that you are still a, a, a media person once you start doing that. And it's important to have um, a certain ethical way about how you produce content, about how you do interviews, about how you put information out there. So it's partnering those two together. So I'm working, uh, right before I got on this call, actually, I was uh, putting that, that workshop series to do something virtually together um, to, to make that available to, to people who are finding themselves, one at home, got a lot of time on their hands, right? Right now, we've gone through this at least through April now yeah. um, to be able to start learning how to produce their own content. Um, just, I'm honestly, something to, to keep me to keep me occupied uh, during this, this crazy epidemic. Hopefully when this is over, we can get back out there and um, yeah. start doing more live events. Um, I, I am going to be emailing a few uh, local politicians who, you know, who have been guests on the podcast in the past. We'll try to do some virtual content as well to, to help spread some of the things that our city council is doing mm -hmm. um, to get more testing sites up for, for people to make more meal plans uh, available for people who don't know. Cause there's a, there's a lot of information that's happening right now in the city where there's sort resources for people to get uh, meals every day. Now, uh, not just students. Um, there's a lot of uh, restaurants that are making their, their uh, produce and food available to, to the public to buy at, 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 in bulk, um, especially for people who aren't able to find it in supermarkets. So there's a lot that's happening, but there's not a lot of, uh, of resource sharing right now and, and, yeah. and people finding that information. So that, that's our next step is, well, how can we start doing some, some live podcast interviews on Instagram, Facebook, and, and get this information out to people who, who don't okay. have the access to it? All right, so um, a couple last questions before we get you out of here. Uh, give me a, a book or something that um, that inspired you or helped you along the way. One of the things we like to do is uh, we, we, we like to collect um, from our guests books um, that have inspired them, and we have like a running tally of all these various books that we have um, under our recommended books. For those uh, listening or watching, um, just check the show notes or check the description and you'll see um, a tab that says recommended book. So do you have any specific book um, or anything in mind that has inspired you along yes. the way? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm, I'm always constantly reading books. Um, I, I, it's, I love it. Honestly, it's what, I, it's what keeps me sharp, I feel like. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, what keeps me not just uh, sharp from a, being able to have constant conversation, but also putting a historical context to it. Um, so I, I'll recommend two books. Okay. One, one is fiction, one's nonfiction. So the fiction book is by an author. His name is Tanahasi Coates mm -hmm. and it's called, uh, the water dancer. This is newest one. Yeah. Yeah. The water dancer. Yeah. 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 Water dancer is, whew, man, it's, it's, it's deep. It's, it's, it's deep. It's sad. It's going to take you through some stuff. It really does. He's, he's an amazing author and I've read, I've read a lot of his uh, nonfiction as well. Um, but I definitely recommend that fiction book. Um, and it's based in, uh, you know, the times of uh, slavery and this, mm -hmm. this young man, his name is Hiram, who's a slave. I don't, I'm not sure if either one of you have read it, but yeah, I, yeah, a, I'm, I'm a, actually, I'm actually, I'm actually in the in the middle of it. it's one of the books I'm actually reading right now. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend that one. Yeah. Um, and then the second book is a, a nonfiction book. Um, it's by Angela Davis. It's called Freedom Is a Constant Struggle. 
Okay. And um, I, I really recommend that book because it, it, it outlines the importance of how we are struggling here, you know, right here in, in let's say in Philadelphia with mm-hmm. a particular issue. Any, it doesn't matter what it is. There is somewhere, someone, somewhere else in the world that's struggling a very identical issue. And it's important to outline the, uh, the similarities in those struggles so you can build solidarity, you can build a connection because there's power in more people rallying together versus Absolutely. us trying to do our thing and someone else trying to do their thing. Absolutely. Um, so it, it, it talks about the importance to, of, of all of that. Oh man, those are two good books. Uh, yeah. you know, no one's recommended those. So I'll make sure I'll add those to our recommended books list. Um, you know, so for those out there who want to take a look at those books, they can, man. Um, Salah, listen, man, I just want to say thank you, man. Much continued success. Um, we'll be out there to support you once we once we're able to leave our homes. <laughs> we'll be out yeah, there right. in, in, in the streets, man. But um, yeah, and keep keep do- <laughs> keep doing what you're doing and making the people aware um, and, and, and raising the awareness in the community and building out your, your amazing platform, man. Corey, you got any other questions? Anything you want to say before we get out of here, good brother? Uh, two things. One, thank you, Salah, for for uh, you know inspiring people and getting them to act. Um, and two, thank you to our partners that that you know listen to our show. And, and build with us, uh, all of our partners. Yeah. Um, you know, because everybody that listens to us is a partner of ours. Because you know, because of you, you know, we we exist. So we, I want to say thank you to all of our partners, also. Yeah, man, and I think this is amazing times that we're living in. Although right now it's kind of crazy, because um, you know, the internet is a game changer, man. So, and I say that because just thinking about what you're working on, um, some of the things that you're doing. And, and some of the comments that you made during this, when you talk about like, you know, meeting like minds, right? Because um, there was a time I, I've, I've been, you know, talking about community and, and black wealth and how to bring resources together to help the community. And I used to feel like I was alone, right? And having these conversations. Yeah. And then you get online and you're like, oh, it's people all over the world having this same conversation, right? So, you know, I'm not a weirdo. I might still be a weirdo, but at the end of the day, it's a bunch, <laughs> it's a bunch of, it's, it's a bunch of us weirdos, right? So, um, you know, um, I just want to say that uh, the internet's a game changer, man. But keep doing what you're doing. Um, we're here to support you. Uh, for the people out there, we'll put all his social media links as well as a link to his podcast and everything within our show notes in the description box if you're watching this video. Um, we'll also add his recommended books to our list. Um, and Salah, man, I just want to say thanks, good brother. Hey, I, I appreciate both of you. Um, like I said, it, it's I'm, I'm a fellow weirdo too, Jimmy. And uh, <laughs> it, it's... It's recognize who you are, man, because it, it, like you said, it is a bunch of us out there. And I, I, I feel the same way occasionally. Where, Absolutely. You, know, you feel like you're the only one that's uh, like, damn, man, I'm, I'm really going through it in this little moment. And it's like, nah, there's a lot of people out there. Yeah, man. Absolutely, that, that man. Connected and, to. So that's right. And as a community, we build and get stronger, man. And um, because there's a lot of positive people out there doing amazing work, man. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, your platform exists and why this platform exists is to highlight some of those people. So people can see that. Listen, um, and it's amazing. It's amazing to me. And I say this all the time because it's still amazing to me how people believe stereotypes. So when we put these every time we put a show out or something, I get a comment like, wow, you know, this brother. Like, listen, all of us don't play basketball. Right. You know. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like we nice at that. Everybody, everybody, everybody ain't a doctor, lawyer, or teacher. Yeah, and everybody, yeah. everybody, yeah. Doing yeah, everybody, everybody don't rap, but everybody, everybody can contribute to to, to the overall 
to community in, in various right. ways, man. So, right. you know, with, that, with all that being said, man, Salah, man, we appreciate you, man. And we'll definitely uh, stay in touch and keep building with you. Um, And for our listeners out there, um, make sure you share this content. For those that have purchased the merch, which you can find, um, you know, going right to our, uh, the link in our bio, you can f- purchase the merch. We appreciate all those that purchase hoodies and T-shirts. Um, and just want to say thanks to everybody who continues to support everything that we're doing. As we always say, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.